Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. Joel's here. Hey, It's producer Joel. Producer Joel, I'm here. You're famous, producer Joel, aren't you? Because um, of this. Uh, yes, exclusively got, because of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go straight into f- feedback from last week. All right, hit me with it. Last week. Um, last week. Last week. Last yep. week with Paul, when you've got one candle remaining. Paul F. Taylor. Okay, someone called Brian Ebden mm-hmm. uh, messaged in. There's quite a few things to say. Oh, go on, Brian. Um, there was a climate protest in London the other day. The paper said there were two to 3,000 people. That's a pretty rough estimate. I really hope more than a couple of people turned up. Yeah, great, good idea. Long, though, isn't it? Long, it is quite long. Long, yeah. long. You, you know what? I, yeah. I'm going to go into this in a minute because someone else replied. I just I don't think it's salvageable. But I'll, I'll get back to that. The climate or the mm. general climate crisis. Thanks. Uh, well, at the end, this is what I was going to say to you. At the end, in brackets, hi, Joel. Hey. Hi, Brian. It's nice, isn't it? I'm it's good to hear from Brian. People quite often ask about you. What do they ask? I don't know. A few people say, what does what does Joel look like? And I show a picture. They go, oh, that's not what I thought. What do they think? Oh, I don't know. Draw, Interesting. Okay. I'd like people to draw a picture of what they think I look like. So, yeah, and uh, tweet in at Jokes with Mark. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Joel, producer Joel, looks like? And then the closest one wins a signed photo a date with Joel okay yeah me and Brian out on the town well you might not win um, and then the other feedback oh no here we go so this is Sam Arthur he said what if your two to three hundred seater idea related to you trying to buy something like a TV uh, told the shop assistant you were looking to spend three to four hundred pounds he said you won't get a telly for two, three quid mate right That is I, good. That's that. I, I thought Sam was a genius. I thought that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that has solved the problem. Mm-hmm. And I also then thought it's better if I'm the one that gets it wrong. Yeah. So I changed it to I worked in a electrical goods mm-hmm. thing. Nice. I tried it twice, got nothing. Oh. So it was useless. I, I think that idea just, I just think, don't think it'll work. People aren't into it. No, but, yeah. uh, but I, I was impressed with that idea, Sam Arthur. Um, please, any feedback, at Jokes with Mark. If you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please go to uh, iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'd be make our day, wouldn't it, Joel? Make my day. Yeah, it would do, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, live shows. We've got some live shows coming up. Um, the nearest one, no. Okay, the nearest one to where we are now in London <laughs> is the 5th of December at the Bill Murray Go to marksimmons.co.uk uh, to come and see it live in action. It's going to be some great guests. We have three guests on. Oi, oi. Yeah. One guest booked, Gareth Richards. 
So I haven't got the others booked yet, but they will be. be so get your tickets soon because they're going like hotcakes. <sighs> Bloody hotcakes. It's a nice venue as well. It's quite cool it's a lovely with Bill venue, Murray. Right, yeah, yeah that's, it's worth the trip anyway. Uh, yeah, just to see a nice venue in yeah, London. It's yeah, it's nice. You say you've been then, can't you? Yeah. I did tweet about the show the other day and my mate messaged me saying, you get Bill Murray on the podcast. <laughs> genuinely, <laughs> no, thought, genuinely thought it was Bill Murray on the podcast. I was like, yeah, yeah, come on down. Wow. <laughs> that will, I mean, that would be great. <laughs> it would be great, wouldn't it? Today on the podcast, Nigel Ung. Woo! Yes! Nigel. Nigel Ung. He was on Mock the Week last week. I'm sure you all saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, good guest. Nice nice man. Went to his flat. <laughs> good guest. Nice man. Funny guy. Yeah. Went to his flat. Nice flat? Very nice flat in West mm. London. Ooh. I won't tell you where exactly. Uh, he's got all the gear as well. He's got all the gear. He's got his own podcast. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, check that out. He's got all the gear. He's missed the gear. He's got like stands for all the microphones. Wow. He's got headphones for everyone. He's got too many headphones, if anything. All he films all his podcasts as well. He's got all of it, Joel. I ain't got none of that stuff. No, but you're, that makes you agile. You well, know? Does it? Yeah, because I can get out and about. Exactly. And use other yeah. people's equipment. Gorilla podcasting. You can yeah, get yeah. out there. You can you can record anywhere. Nigel Lung, he's got to get people to come to a flat in West London. He's got to get the cameras yeah, he's rolling. Got to do that, isn't he? Not you, mate. No. You I can could... do a podcast anywhere in the world. Oh, thanks, Joel. There you go. So, uh, have a listen. So, this year you did your first hour. Yes. In Edinburgh. Yes, first hour. Cool. Last so, year I did 45, and the year before I did the Pleasance Comedy Reserve, which is 15 minutes every night. Showcase. Ah, okay. So, nice sort of slow build up to, you know, so 40 minutes is a nice one to... Just get comfortable for that amount of time on stage, and then yeah, yeah, I think so because in the UK scene, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, like the US scene. Uh, it's hard, apart from fringe shows. There's no way you can get to do more than twenty minutes, uh, right? So, so you were doing stand up in the US? Yeah, I started there. Oh, I didn't know that in Chicago. Oh, um, cool, nice. When I was a, uni- a university student there, twenty. Did you ever? Did you ever meet the? So basically, I've got. So there's a comedian called Mark Simmons, an African-American comedian based in Chicago. Did you ever meet him? No. Mark Simmons. What years were, was, was he active? Is he still going? Still going? He's still going. But I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know much about his career, but we, we chat a little bit. And yeah, yeah. So he, he yeah, he's based in Chicago. But I guess I think he's been he's going a long time. So he, I think he goes everywhere. So he wouldn't have been okay. just Chicago. So he probably does the road more. That's why uh, I, I started out there. right? So open open micing and small uh, bar he, shows. Okay, so he probably so, wouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, stuff. too successful for me. Yeah, maybe. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. So oh, actually, let's start with that. I'm going. Yeah, I'll throw you a curveball straight away. That's fine. Was, was there when you went from America to here? Did did you have to change much in what you were doing stand up wise, or like did did suddenly some stuff stop working? Or I would say not that much. Some stuff that stopped working was more reference reference okay. stuff. Okay. And interestingly enough, the racial connotations, mm-hmm. the stereotypes of Asian people here are slightly different. Oh. Slightly, not 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 a lot. Like so, so you'd say something, and everyone be like, oh, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, some some things like are the what? same. You know, like stereotypes like, "Oh, Asian people, Chinese people, small cocks." You know that that's the same. So that's broad or yeah, not broad? broad. <laughs> there we go. That's a good. Yeah, one. good one. <laughs> probably won't be able to do it anywhere else. <laughs> well, the I definitely can't. <laughs> but you can if you want, mate. Yeah, but Asians bad at driving. 
that isn't as uh, no. well known here, right? No, no, no. That I've never only through now I can't even think what film, but I I, I recall a film, American film, where that was a thing, but no, I didn't. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, it's not as common here. And why the is fact that, that why is that a thing in uh, America? I think. Well, I th- there's a, there's the fact that in Asia we are. I think we are good drivers. We just don't obey the rules of the road. <laughs> There's a difference there. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, just because we, we, we can drive, you're really good at it. That's why we speed. That's why because we go so fast. 70 is too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my license due to speeding. That's how I justify yeah, it to it. myself. Whereabouts? Uh, Peterborough. Oh, in this country? Yeah, in this country. Okay, so the stereotype's real. Well, I, I guess that's how you want to see it. <laughs> that's too good at driving. 70 is a snooze fest. But you didn't crash. I didn't crash. No, so what's the problem? Yeah, yeah. I know a comic who crashed and there was a coma for a month. He's a bad driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Marlon. <laughs> I, I, when I was... So I had used this app called Waze. Yes. And uh, people who drive will know. And Waze tells you where the speed cameras are, right? Uh, so I know where the speed cameras are. It wasn't a speed camera thing. It was just a police officer just going off duty, driving home. Right. And he saw me zoom past him. Waze yeah. doesn't tell you that as a police officer driving uh, home no, that night. That's I know. And then I have to say, I was going, he caught me. He said I was going 105. Jesus. And there was a part of, in my head wow. that went, oh, if only I went a little bit faster, I would have outrun you. You caught me. You would never have caught me. <laughs> I, I drive like a rental car. So I, I think it's a nice engine. It's a yeah. nice vo- high-end Volkswagen. Yeah. And the police cars here, what? Like 1.23. So, so that you lose your license because it's that it's that fast. Well, six points, oh, okay. and I was a new driver at the time. Uh, and okay. full, like, I'm not gonna do that again. I've learned the error of my ways. I'm not gonna yeah, speed yeah. again. I'm just talking about my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had to sit sit for the test, the theory and the practical, all uh, over again. And I, I passed my test. And you're again. back again. I'm back. I'm back yeah, again. Back, no more speeding. Back, baby. I'm always at seventy now. Yeah. In uh, the on the motorway. In the thirty. <laughs> <laughs> in a school zone. I hate kids. <laughs> um, so the stereotype in America of that, is that speed? Is that why they say Asians are bad drivers or is it just not paying attention or what is it? No, it's it's not really just speed. Ch- it's more like they, they can't park or they, they drive okay. too slow. And I think it's because um, a lot of the times it's an Asian woman stereotype right, okay. that they, they can't drive. Because in this country, it's just women, I think, was the stereotype originally. Oh, really? Yeah. It's women. All women? It used to be women can't park and all that sort of nonsense. Oh. Yeah. So they just... It's not true, people. Not true, so. people. It's not <laughs> yeah. true. My mum's a great driver. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, anyway, uh, so did you have a joke about that? So did you do a, like have a joke where you had to go, oh, shit, that didn't work over here, so... Well, I just... I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that it didn't work because it's a bit hacky to use yeah, yeah. Asian stereotypes unless you find a really smart way to talk about it. I think it's, it's kind of hacky now anyway. I so. guess it's not hacky in this country if we don't use that stereotype because we've never heard it before. Well, it, it's, <laughs> it doesn't even work no. because people don't know it, which is great. <laughs> so if you want to be a good comic, if you're not white, if, if you want to be a good comic, go to a place where no stereotypes exist about you. So you yeah, lose yeah. that crutch. Yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah, actually yeah. a good, good, uh, <laughs> my experience, you know. That's in, great. in America, it's too easy to, as an Asian comic, you can just do like your parents' accent and they'll get a laugh because everybody knows how Vietnamese people talk, you know. And, and yeah, uh, right. you can build a whole routine just based on an accent. You don't even need that many punchlines and people will laugh. But that won't fly here because people don't know how Vietnamese people talk. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. 
you know, to, to have people be very aware of your culture. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, can you think of any other things other than stereotypes that are different for, between the two? The fact that in America, when you say Asian, it refers to the ah. first image they think of is people who look like me. East yes. Asian, Southeast Asian, Koreans, Japanese, Chinese, whatever, right? Yeah. Over here, when you say Asian, it's a bit more confusing. Some places only think Asians are only Indian or Pakistani yes. people. This is so when I was a kid at school, that is how we, yeah, we, I would never have said Chinese, Japanese, but was Asian. That, But when I went to university, and so I do Taekwondo. Oh, there's, a, there's a link. I, All right. I, I, so I've done Taekwondo since I was five. That's how good are you at it, though? Uh, third Dan. The, wow. I used to compete. The, the Dan's at black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, past the black belt yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. right? Wow. I used to compete fairly high level, yeah. So, so I, could, I could come and talk yeah, about that. Yeah, seriously. You, you, you interested? Yeah. Are you, do you still remember much from, from the, I, I that era? I still teach it. You still teach it? Yeah, Perfect. yeah. Perfect. I'm going to write it down so uh, I don't Yeah, I don't that's something you can talk about. That's great. Yeah, yeah, Mark Simmons, third Dan, black belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, <laughs> back this, in my, this is yeah, good. Back in my fighting days. So can you think of any bits that you liked but you couldn't, just didn't? fly for, for whatever reason yeah uh there's one bit let's start with the latest one that's not wasn't in the show because uh i think i wrote this like two months ago maybe okay and uh it, it, it's a bit of a our styles are different right yours is very short and mm. like one linery two linery so i'll just have to try to deliver it without making it sound really forced and awkward yeah so the premise is uh, you know, there are a lot of people here with, who are xenophobic, who don't like immigrants, but there are also a lot of people who do, so I appreciate their support. But the premise is, you ever hear someone go overboard and overcompensate and say, oh, immigrants are the best part about Great Britain? And I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like, really? I thought it was the ample food and water supply, the lack of wars. I didn't come <laughs> over here so I could hang out with Raul, who's originally from India. <laughs> so that's, that's the premise about how people yeah. go overboard and say, oh, immigrants are the best part of Great Britain. And I say, if I follow up it up with, um, <laughs> imagine if you went to someone's country and you be you tell them, oh, you should move to Great Britain, and they're like, why? What's the best part about it? You. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking coming. That's a good line. It gets people. It it doesn't work as well as so I hoped it would. Yeah, well, I like the idea that you're saying to people you should move, and the reason is because, basically, the reason is that because of where you are now. So if they're at home, where if, so for, for example, wherever, wherever, China, say. Okay, China. Yeah. yeah, you should come there because there's lots of Chinese people. We're like, well, yeah, there's lots of Chinese people in China. Why would I move? It's not a reason. Oh, I that, like that. That's a better way to phrase it. I wasn't even oh, thinking about that angle. Oh, really? Because that's how I took it. Ah, maybe that's why it didn't work. I, I also feel it doesn't work because when I s start saying immigrants are the best part of the UK and I, and I try to debunk that, people feel like, is it okay to say immigrants are not the best part of the UK? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. They're a little bit sensitive. Uh, oh, do you think so? Yeah. Because... Uh, but it's clearly your... It's an angle. Like, like it's... Yeah, I, I am one. Yeah. I know I'm not the best part of the UK. <laughs> I wouldn't move here if I were the best part. You know? I So it's something... So what, so yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, what they're really saying is... What are they... Because when they say that, it's, it's the... So do you think, so is the angle that they're saying it to overcompensate like for pre, like previous racial like past of like, hmm. so I'm, going, I'm thinking no, 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 more... I like, no, I like them. I think it's great that they're here. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it like they're panicking by over going overboard or what, what do you think that's the reason that they are saying it in the first place? I think it's just because uh, they don't want to be viewed as racist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's that's a nice angle, isn't it? That's great. Yeah, and and this is one of those bits that I don't think it works as well as I want it to because I still need to figure out how to not make people uncomfortable. Yeah. So I guess it's I, I I'm still working on it. So I, I think it'll be interesting to to have this bit as it is now, and then maybe one day if I ma- manage to make it work. So do you think I it makes white people how- uncomfortable? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so if, you, if that was in front of an Asian audience that for, that live here, that would fly better. Do you I haven't think? tried it yet. To no. uh, it's rare that I get to do a, to a mainly Asian crowd. Only yeah. when I do my own solo shows or if I host a show, Nigel Long and Friends, and they okay. come to see me. Then, but it, it's it's rarer that I get to play to a audience who's not a majority white audience right you, you, you you've been you're a circuit you gig on the circuit yeah, right yeah. most of the time oh, 95 percent white yeah you know what i mean yeah i, want me, I won't do it if it isn't <laughs> <laughs> this audience is too black <laughs> yeah you're right but then but then then it, i suppose you've got to think of see that you've got to think about that whenever you're talking about race you that is i guess that's one of your first concerns is because it's annoying because you don't want it to stop you saying what you want to say. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you've got to make them laugh. Yes. So it's getting that right sort of yeah. level. And that's what's interesting for, uh, for a minority comic because that's another layer you have to yeah. be, be, uh, consider, mm. you know, especially if you talk about race. But it, that's that's part of the fun, though, to get them to see the what my perspective, right? Yeah. And because, when, say, a, when a white guy tells you, Immigrants are not the best part about the UK. He's usually going to follow up with something really racist or xenophobic, right? Yeah, That's yeah. why their instinct is to clam up when they hear someone go, oh, immigrants are the best part of the UK? Really? I don't think so. That, that, that's why they clam up. Uh, yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. But as an immigrant, I need to make it feel like, okay, we are not the best part of the UK. We are still pretty great. Just not the best but I think part of the country. Great, I think that's a great angle. I think you can go deeper into it, can't you? Like... Hmm. It's like what else do, do white people like find uncomfortable? And then you could give an example. So that's like saying, blah 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 blah. So uh, that's the that that can work, but the the that's like angle. I try to reserve that as a technique. Yeah. For later, I don't mm. want that to be my first instinct to to go to okay. use a that's like. Yeah. You know because I. I in my set, I already have quite a few that that's likes, right? Yeah, I see. I don't do any of those, and I've always wanted to be able to, but I just can't ever think of them. Like I literally then can't think of one. Oh. Like I can never do it because like Frankie Boyle does it a lot. That's something that he does a lot of, or he did do back in the day. Yeah, you he just goes, need I read, I read such and such. That's a bit like, and then he thinks of this brilliant analogy. But yeah, yeah, that, that's a bit like. I think you need to find something that. Something great, but you find something that's not so great about that great thing. Yeah, I'll I'll have a think. I'll yeah, because I, I, can... I was thinking that could release attention a bit, maybe because they're going, "Oh yeah, that is stupid." Yeah, you're right. So that that first bit, it didn't work because I have to learn how to diffuse the tension that yeah. uh, from preconceived notions that white people will have towards mm. someone talking about immigration or race, right? Oh, that's so, what I was going to say. Could you could you not? That's that's where I was going when you were writing that down. Um, could you not go? So so with your stand up. How, like, does it bother you if you make a conversation up that you've had? Does that bother you? What do you mean make a conversation Because, like, with up? my stuff, everything's made up. But some comedians like it, some things to be real and true. So, if you, so for example, could you do a conversation with someone who says that? So, you, you've met someone, they said, I think the best thing about this country is the Asians. And then, could you not have a conversation with you questioning them about, well, why? 
and they're like, oh, uh, they haven't actually thought through like a reason why they're saying that. There could be something there. I don't know. There could be an angle. Yeah. Uh, Conversation-wise, it, it doesn't bother me. As no. long as the most of my co- comedy is like opinion-driven. Mm. So as long as the, the I, I believe in that opinion I have, that oh, immigrants are pretty great, but we are not the best part of the UK. That's the core yeah, truth, yeah. right? As long as it doesn't deviate from that, yeah. I don't mind how I deliver it. You know, yeah. I could be having a conversation with a friend. I could see that come out on a TV screen, whatever. Whatever works best for the joke, as long as the core premise holds okay. true. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, so nice. that could be an angle. I could explore, explore yeah. that. Yeah, or you could, or you could go from like, have you, have you ever tried, you could say, have you ever tried questioning them why? They don't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of... That's good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Thanks, this is really good. I think it's a really good angle. I think it's, yeah. Great. You're making a, you're helping a joke get better. <laughs> well, you never trying. know, it might do. That's yeah, the thing, you just don't know unless you try, do you? That's why you got, you know, yeah. I, I don't really throw stuff away very easy. I go back to it and back to it and back to it. If, yeah. I, th- if I think, if I've got a gut feeling that it's a good idea, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I, I try to. But after a while, you have to <laughs> yeah, cut yeah. your losses. So have you got rid of a lot of stuff because of tension? Just the fact that no, the audiences don't... No, not, not, not that much stuff. It's, it's more a quality thing sometimes i feel like okay i've let's shelve this maybe in a few years i'll come back and be able mm. to make this funnier yeah uh club stuff it needs to hit like maybe if we try to put it on a number scale club stuff has to at least be an eight right. fringe stuff has to at least be a six uh, interesting okay and then if it's under underneath it's below that then it's like all right sorry we'll, we'll shelve it and then Carl losses. Maybe we'll revisit this one day. And I have a lot of jokes that. So, like with the fringe stuff, the lowest level six. Yeah. So, so, and then, but you still will have the the, the eights and then anything. Yeah, above yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So that's your le- That's yeah. interesting. I think I get. I don't think. I don't know how I could. Act. How do you judge that? Just an instinct. Well, it's empirical, right? You see how loud the audience laughs. Yeah. Every joke has like, there's you can score on consistency. Yeah. Right, like, do they always laugh? Mm. And then there's the volume of the laugh, and then there's how many times they laugh in that premise. So all that factors into, and then a final score. I don't really score them; it's just in my head. I have a feeling. Yeah, oh, yeah. this is an A plus bit. Oh, great, man. And then my, and then okay, this is a B bit. I'll I, put this is a I, I, so I basically go A and B. Yeah, that's how I sort okay. of. So my B jokes, they make sense as jokes, but they don't always get the biggest responses. But they're in the back of my head if I need them. Yeah, that's how I kind of see them. And A ones are for clubs. Yeah, same. And I try my I attempt to have the whole show, like a whole hour of A's of A's, but it's it's hard. Yeah, man. I don't I don't I don't write it's enough. Tough. It's <laughs> tough. To get a whole yeah. R of A's, and sometimes you want to try a B bit in a club to elevate it, hopefully push it up into an A bit. Yeah, maybe it's harder for you because your stuff is shorter, so yeah. there's not much room to to wiggle. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. For me, the stuff is maybe it's it's it's, it's a thought, right? So mm. if I can make the thought funnier, add a punchline here, punch it up here. Yeah, like trim down the fat. Maybe I can elevate the B bit. The into way an A you bit. tell it, I guess, as well. Yeah, the way you tell it, facial expression, how I move my body, where I stand on the stage. Mm. Do I use the mic as a prop? Do I hit the mic? Something. Just, just something, you know, facial expression, especially varying the, my intonation. You know, sometimes I, I, I whisper. You know, sometimes if you go really loud and then you suddenly whisper, that that drop in volume yeah. gets a laugh. You no, know I've added that into one of my jokes. Is where I, it's a ruder one, and then I sort of, I go, by the way, let's talk about something slightly ruder. I do that, and it really brings them in, and the laugh gets bigger. But I, I did that yeah. naturally, and then I've just kept that in somehow. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. 
that's good. Yeah, so maybe instincts. I should think, maybe I should do, you know, maybe vary it. And that's quite a nice to vary the pace of it as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, what other bits have you got? So this is uh, another bit that doesn't work for a different reason. It's uh, another struggle of a minority comic here when you gig to a majority white audience is yeah. sometimes they won't get, if you, if you, you think it's an observational bit, but mm-hmm. it's only observational and relatable in your culture. Okay. And people don't really get it. You know, there's, there's, so, so it's something that we as white people haven't noticed. Yeah. yeah or it doesn't, it, you don't do that in your life. Okay. Right. Because so, it's more, so it's more you're informing rather than an observation, isn't it? Yes. In a sense, say when you see a Michael McIntyre routine, yeah. it's, it's very layered. So the observation itself gets a laugh. Oh, we all do this, don't we? We all do this, don't we? And then he says that oh, the, the thing we do. Oh, we we, we cut a pa- piece of paper. You glide, you glide the scissors. Yeah, yeah. That isn't. That's just an observation, but that gets a laugh because it's so relatable and it's mm. so obscure but relatable. Yeah. So it, if you think of a Venn diagram, it's general but obscure at the same time. Everybody mm-hmm. does it, but nobody's really mentioned it. That's why. That's how observational bits get a laugh, right? Yeah. So the observation itself gets a laugh, and then the punchline gets another laugh. So an observational bit. There are two ways to get laughs, the observation itself and then the punchline. Mm. If I do an observational bit that's too Asian, the observational part won't get a laugh, but the punchline hopefully will. Okay. But sometimes it doesn't even because you have to, it's not relatable enough. So yeah. that, that's a struggle. It eventually, wow. it essentially yeah. halves the level of funniness Yeah. because the observational part doesn't get a laugh. But if you put me in front of, of an Asian audience and I do that bit, mm. then yeah, both, both chunks work. So an example of that, I have a bit, and you know, because it didn't, re- I didn't really develop it. But the observation itself is that you ever eat out with your. Uh, I love eating out with my Asian friends because you know the moment the bill comes, the calculators come out. Okay. So that's an observation that if you were in a majority Asian crowd, they would be just, oh yeah, we fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. You, you ever eat out with your white friends? They just go, yeah, let's split it four ways. I don't care who eats what. Let's just split it evenly. No calculators. <laughs> Sounds something like that. That's the premise. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. So when you tried that, see to me, I that was, that's not an observation to me, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like I get it. So if I was in the audience, I'd be like, "Oh, I get that. That must happen." If you, like for you, yeah. But is you, that enough to get a laugh? No, not enough. Definitely not enough. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, they do that." You know, instead of, "Oh shit, we do that." And it's more visceral. Because when you said that whole thing, because I started so relating to when you were talking about let's just split it. Yeah. So I found it funny that you, who isn't used to that, would be like, "What? What? Why? I'm not paying for that." Yeah, extra. I didn't have the beer. Why am I yeah, paying yeah, for yeah, your yeah. beer? But then we still, like, like we're not. If I've gone out with my friends, there are still friends in that group that wouldn't want to split it. So that's not a broad thing for us. Yeah. As white people can i say that i don't like it's so weird yeah, you can, you can say say it. us as white people it sounds really like you can dodgy. say asian people and white people yeah. yeah so like so so i think that's still relatable in, in the sense that i've got friends that would be like i'm not paying for that extra you would have to tweak it to say oh we, you, you always have the one friend don't you you always have the one friend yeah. who's like i don't i'm not gonna pay extra yeah, yeah. And then he oh, brings the calculator that one friend, out you could say that one white friend is all asian people <laughs> 
as a way to relate it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to say that. <laughs> then it feels like an us versus them thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, when I yeah. Do, when I do this kind of Asian observational comedy that sometimes I do it in the fringe because sometimes... I hope Joel doesn't edit that. So that's just me coming out <laughs> like, like cuts on your bit before then. <laughs> just I've just made a broad statement. All Asian people <laughs> use calculators to split the bill. White power. I want to make it perfectly clear. I didn't know that is a thing that Asian people do. <laughs> so Joel could screw me big time with these really? podcasts. <laughs> That's why you get the 3,000 listens. People have a need to talk about race that we are so, like, pent up. And it's not racist. I think, you know, this is off topic now, but I think we we should be able to discuss it without being uncomfortable. Yeah, man. Every culture is different, right? Yeah. Yeah. I learned about your culture, Mm. you know? Every time... You know, I love it when there's a football game and the lads just come on the, the, the train and start singing, you know? That, that is your culture. You like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I guess I'll say, and I was talking about this with a friend the other day, like, that's the only thing I don't like about lad culture is how bad they are at singing. Oh, really? If they yeah, good oh, at singing on, <laughs> the, nice. on the trains, like, yeah, I sing all the time. I don't, I'll sing I don't with care. them. Yeah, like, <laughs> slag off your mom, but with like, harmonizing, yeah. you know? Your mom's a slag, a slag, a slag. <laughs> <laughs> is that a bit of yours no should that's I do great. it that's funny man yeah. okay I'll try it I'll that's, try it yeah yeah that's good cool god this is you're getting some gold here mate oh thanks some bloody gold this came out in conversation but <laughs> because you know, and that's another thing I, I noticed that your singing's bad because in Asia we, we love karaoke and everybody has a decent level of singing mm. like I was just back in Asia and I over here, when I do a, a musical, a musical is a show where uh, they get comedians to sing songs oh, and musicals. Right? In, Have you done yeah, it? it? No, I haven't. It's yeah, yeah, it's a specific show called a musical. A right? musical, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard about it. I yeah. can't sing for shit, so I wouldn't. Oh, I'd feel so uncomfortable. I love doing it. I love doing it because you know, and they think I'm really good at singing. They're like, "Holy shit!" Because really? I think if you're decent at singing, you choose a slow song because that really shows your vocal chops. Oh, I, I, yeah. I would choose like, uh, "Can you feel the love tonight?" And then a whole okay. new world, those kind of croony, ballady type stuff. Yeah. And people people are so impressed. I'm like, you know, I'm like average in Asia, right? <laughs> I go to Asia, good karaoke with my friends. I get schooled. Really? Yeah. You get bullied in Asia if you can't sing. No way. <laughs> yeah. A little no bit. Idea. A little bit. Yeah. yeah really? <laughs> they just laugh at you for being tone deaf, <laughs> you know? And you, you can't get girls. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, on it, yeah, in that show, is it, so they only have comedians on that, like, can sing no they have comedians and they don't they don't care if they can sing or not they just have comedians who don't do musical comedy uh, right. yeah they just have yeah. comedians who have nothing to do with singing uh. so they, they're not going to have someone like Charlie Baker who's actually a jazz singer in yeah, addition yeah. to being a comedian uh, or they, any other musical comic that's great so, man yeah you should do it try it no, no. <laughs> so so any other bits let's see what else you got um, in the can yeah, that last bit was. I guess we'd come up a few bits actually, didn't we? It's yeah, good. we well two bits, and I, I like that because they're both different reasons that they don't work, mm. right? Um, I got other stuff, but they're the like similar similar type reasons, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> I have a I have a joke, I have a bit about my name that I do in in my show that that's quite funny, but. It eventually got to that place. I have tons of material about my name, but mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't funny enough, even okay. though it's real. So I'll, I'll choose one of those bits that weren't funny enough. As in your surname? Nigel Ung, both first name, last name. Because yeah. the reality is it's a very common name in Southeast Asia, Nigel Nigel Ung. I'm not even the most famous oh. Nigel Ung. Oh, who? Yeah, before my Instagram got big, 
I wasn't yeah. even the most liked Facebook Nigel Ng. You know, who's, who, who's more liked? There was, there's an athlete, a basketball player, okay. <laughs> Nigel Ng. Yeah. And then there's this, um, the joke is about, I, I couldn't even get NigelUng.com. <laughs> you know, it belongs to some IT professional. I think I've got the same. I think mine's a photographer. Really? Yeah, it's really yeah, annoying. At least a photographer needs a website. Should I tell you what's really annoying? Social Why? media, uh-huh. any slash Mark Simmons, they're nearly all taken. And like on Twitter, the guy hasn't used it for 10 years, but oh. I can't get it. It's, you just can't get it. Yeah. It's so frustrating. They need to change that a I little know. bit. I know. You know? Uh, okay. So, so what? Okay. The, so, just bits about. The premise is I couldn't get com, and he's an IT professional. And I say, why do you need a website for? You, you, LinkedIn is all you need. Why do you need NigelUng.com? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What else I say? I guess because he's, I guess because he's, there's something in that he's an IT guy and he's got the website. Yeah, but it looks like shit though. If you Does go to say- com now, it just looks like shit. Like, <laughs> Having a website is a detriment to your career. What are you doing? <laughs> and the next part of the joke is, uh, emailed him. Can I get? Uh, emailed him. Say, hey, can I? Can I I'm a comedian. Yada yada yada. I'd like to get nigelung.com. Can you sell me the domain? He said, no. Why don't you try nigelung.net? And I'm like, I don't want to try .net. <laughs> the second choice. You get a .net because you couldn't get .com, right? And then I say, that's like uh, that's, .net is like the girl you text. If at 3 a.m. you still haven't gotten late yet, you text, hey, you up. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. No, that doesn't really work, work that doesn't. well. No, no. Maybe. Dot net. Yeah. Dot, dot co. UK. You try the dot co. UK? Was that? Yeah, I, I bought dot Nigel oh, dot co. UK. But yeah. uh, I think dot net. But still not net. Yeah, no. I, dot net is like. That's a good. It's lame. That's, that's something that's a good lame analogy. about it. The, the funny thing is, dot net is lame. I, I still haven't managed to coax out. I think it's a C bit. It's yeah. not even funny enough to be in the fringe in a fringe show. This, don't, I like the analogy though. Is that did that actually happen? He said yeah. .net. Yeah, I emailed him. Oh did you? Yeah. Your website's shit. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought he was gonna sell it to me and try to price gouge me. Uh, but yeah. he didn't even want to sell. No. Yeah. So that oh, that's a shame. It's so frustrating, isn't I it? I know. Nigel Ung. Mm. I met first person I met with a surname is Ung is like a huge is that like a really popular yeah Ung very very common in Southeast Asia and Hong Kong Hong Kong yeah I met a girl from Hong Kong at university and she her surname was Ung and you started dating her for two years yeah yeah no no I didn't no (laughs) not the same person that was after yeah Uh, but I didn't yeah I didn't I I saw the name and I didn't know how to pronounce it I remember because I was like there's no there's no um there's no vowels. vowels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no vowels. That's another. Have you done, have you done something? Yeah, about I've done something. I've done something about that. About how people fuck it up. And one time I got called Nigel. The worst thing I I got called was Nigel Naga. Oh, <laughs> like, oh I don't want to go after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, well, I'm off the. From what I said earlier. Oh, sorry. The chair is a little bit broken. Sorry about that. <laughs> this is a good chair. Sorry, I should have given it. You want to change? No, 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 okay. no, no. It's good. I just want to lean on the back. Yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That was yeah. exciting, wasn't it? Um, this is like these are from Made and these two are from like some Chinese eBay company. So yeah. I'm in the process of upgrading my chairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just don't lean too far back. <laughs> That's funny. D- didn't like the racism. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although they are white. <laughs> Yay! They're very white. Yeah. Um, okay, so that so so you did that was a joke you tried. Yeah, and yeah, it, again, it makes people a, a bit uncomfortable, too un- a bit too uncomfortable to laugh. Yeah. Yeah, but it works in Asia. 
they will laugh at it because they probably if they if they've been abroad mm. which a lot of Asians study oh, abroad okay. so they will know, know yeah, why people happens. can pronounce that name so they, yeah. they know it's something that happens and then when they say naga because they're white they don't really have that white guilt and that, that the yeah. fear of being caught saying the n-word yeah. and they feel like oh yeah NG, that's how a white person would say it. Yeah. So it's less of a barrier for them to laugh at. Yeah. But in in a, in a you know polite white Western society, then yeah, I can see why you'll be a bit worried to laugh at that. Especially in London, sometimes it flies. Is it the only name without vowels? Are there other names without vowels? I don't know. I've never seen one of those. It needs to be really short to be able to not have vowels yeah. to, to start with, right? <laughs> so... Uh, Mm. No, I mm. I I, I, <laughs> I just talked to someone whose last name is T S J E N G. What? Yeah. T S J E N G. Jung. Jung. Yeah, probably, but there's Jung. one vowel. Yeah. Like, and then three letters to either side, 3 and 2. So that's that's the closest you can get, I guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So so this joke um it's about um so you know, so you know when people don't like it when people read over their shoulder. Mm-hmm. So my girlfriend, the idea was my girlfriend doesn't like it when I read over her shoulder. And then the punchline was something. It doesn't work. It was um, I, she said, "Can you stop reading over my shoulder?" And I was like, "Well, can you stop reading whilst I'm having whilst we're having sex?" <laughs> so that's the idea. But I think sexual positioning wise confuses that because for for me that's in a doggy position yeah and i'm reading over her shoulder so she's so so i think it's funny because she's so bored she's reading but i think i think it just i think you're saying reading twice which isn't good or mm-hmm. read she said stop reading over my shoulder i said stop reading whilst we're having sex i think it's just a bit confusing i don't think like it's i don't think it's quite sharp enough for yeah them to quite get what i'm saying they have to paint that image in their head by themselves and it's a it's a lot yeah because yeah. could they be because if it was in a because yeah so the only other way could be for example so or i could be annoyed at her for reading over my shoulder so if i if we were in a missionary position mm-hmm. i think that's a funnier image if i'm just in that position yeah, and, and then hands she, are just yeah up. around but i think so maybe it's but then, but ah, but the, ah, that, this is it. The, the problem with that is normally to read over someone's shoulder, you're reading from the back to front. That's how the saying is normally. Yes. Whereas this, I said this to someone, and they said, "Well, this is that's not reading over shoulder." But you are technically, if you're reading from front to over someone's shoulder to back, that's that's still over their shoulder to me. But someone I was talking to said they didn't think that worked for the. I think that image is funnier. Mm-hmm. So if I said, but I haven't tried that way. So if I said, uh, oh, I really get annoyed when my girlfriend reads over my shoulder. But but I just, or oh, it does annoy me when, but I just crack on and keep, I don't know how to, I, keep, I hate it when she reads over my shoulder. I just crack on and keep fucking her. Yeah, that sounds a bit crass. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't fit your, yeah, your or, vibe. Or the other day, the other day my girlfriend started reading over my shoulder. I was like, is sex really that boring? Not good punchline. Um, she kept reading over my shoulder. She, she didn't think I'd... I don't know. It, that's what I mean. It's quite a... 
because you could put a lot of thought into it and then it still might not work because of this, the positioning you're in. Yeah. Or actually, because you could even think that maybe, because then if if you're saying she's reading over my shoulder and having sex with me, they might think that she's giving it to me from behind. With, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know. I think it's a yeah. bit too confusing. Yeah. It's, I like the idea. It's funny. It's, it's a nice uh, reveal. Yeah. Right? That she's reading when you're having sex. And that's a funny idea. Yeah. Is that she's bored. I didn't even think of the bored part. I was already laughing at the, oh, she's reading when she's, when she's having sex. I'm laughing at her doing two things at once, two I, sex and reading together. I didn't even, yeah. the bored thing didn't even enter my Maybe head. Maybe the book's getting her in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> you can use that. Uh, I think that's, yeah, but I think that's, that's one that I think one day the punch will just, just jump out at me. Yeah. It, it, I don't really do this kind of like, reveal type jokes so i'm like yeah. the worst person to ask how to improve this but i can yeah. i can see the i can see the funny in it though just, you can see there's something there yeah it just needs like a because i don't know whether if she's on mm. top like if i'm on top and she's i think i definitely think it's better she's reading she's reading over my shoulder actually even though because because the other way it's too the first way it's too confusing that i'm reading what she's reading yeah but then i am actually technically reading over her shoulder well, she's reading over... Yeah, because oh, it's so confusing, isn't it? Because it's complicated. So, because technically I'm reading, in normal use of that phrase, I'm reading and she's looking over my shoulder at what I'm reading. But if I'm on top and she's reading over my shoulder, she's not reading what I'm reading, she's just reading what she's reading. But technically it's over my shoulder. So That's too that, confusing. Yeah, it's the whole thing's a bit messed up. You know, um... <laughs> My girlfriend says, I hate it when you read over my shoulder. And I'm like, well, don't read when I'm fucking you doggy style then. <laughs> ah, too crass, too it's crass. Too, it's not really me, that's the thing. Yeah, too crass. And, and, it, and the punchline's quite long now. It's a yeah, lot of information. It loses the, the rhythm. A lot of information in the punchline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. If you have any ideas, that jokes with Mark. <laughs> Tweet in. Any feedback? Do people actually help you? Do you so, get, sometimes, like, yeah, they, 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 I'd say... Mo- oh, so I don't want to slag off the people that are listening but most of the time there's a reason why what they say isn't quite right uh, but occasionally someone will actually you know what more for I, I've, there's been more examples of them helping other people that I've had on because I do less of my stuff on here now because the, get, the guests bring stuff so I don't want to go on about my stuff too much but like someone the other day had one tweeted in and it was a really good idea and i think the the person will use it so nice yeah sometimes yeah but a lot of comedians listen to this so a lot of people you do get a lot of people that sort of know what they're doing well yeah if, if you guys have any improvements to my jokes yeah, yeah. how to make it less <laughs> discomforting to white people yeah tweet in <laughs> yeah tweet. Uh, what's your what's your handle at nigel ung comedy oh wait, wait, wait at mr nigel ung on twitter and instagram at mr nigel ung not it yeah not not an it guy <laughs> so ung is spelled ng is two letters NG. Yeah. Nice. Tweet in or Instagram me. Cool. Have you got one more we can do? Yes. Do one or two more. I got I got two more. Okay, let's do two more. Uh this one just is just um I think it doesn't work because it's just one, not funny enough, and two, too dark anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh about sleeper trains. Don't take okay. a sleeper train in Asia unless you really want to be an organ donor. <laughs> and you want it to be a surprise for you. And describe on a sleeper train in Asia, there are signs on board that say, look after your belongings and then a picture of a wallet and a kidney. 
<laughs> Something like that. Okay. You can see why it doesn't work. It's I, I think it's one, it's uh, really dark. Two, it's a huge generalization. Three, so, so what is the generalization? That all trains in Asia are dodgy as fuck. So that's a thing. So I didn't know that was a thing. It, it, it's a thing, but only certain parts of Asia. Right. You know? Just as in people getting robbed. Robbed, yeah. People getting robbed, people getting stabbed, getting mugged. Really? Yeah, yeah. Some some trains, mi- a minority of trains. It's still right. quite safe if you go to Asia by train. But right. sometimes, if I've traveled through Asia before and it's just like the the worst like van they put on. And, and, right. And this is not... Again, people think I'm punching down, but this is my real experience. They stop somewhere and then do buy fruit from someone for some reason. They will know all the people on the way. Right. Some people will just give the driver some fruit and then they'll get on. That's their way of paying. <laughs> There'll be livestock sometimes. I've seen like I've seen someone carrying like a cage with a chicken onto a van <laughs> on the way from Cambodia to Thailand, eight hour trip. Yeah. And then it's just oh bumpy and you sit with next to some like characters. Yeah. Uh yeah, but it, it's it's a cool experience. Why did the chicken catch the train? <laughs> Why to get? To get I, I haven't brought it through. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't brought it through. <laughs> That's good. That's a good punchline. What to, to Bangkok? Hey! Did you yeah. even realize that that was a joke? No, no, it's, it feels a bit lame. <laughs> I don't really like. I don't really like wordplay un- unless <laughs> unless there's a cultural root in there. Yeah, I can give an example of a, a wordplay joke I do that I find quite that I love doing yeah. and I, it's a pretty strong bit of mine I I say I, I notice a lot of Chinese takeaways here have puns in their names you know mm-hmm. I've seen walk this way walk and roll walk you want <laughs> why do you guys make us do that English is not their first language if they came to your country do you guys just hand them a book of Chinese restaurant puns like rice to meet you fuck <laughs> off and I say you don't do that to Indian takeaways right I've never seen a place here called none of your business <laughs> so yeah they're all puns 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 but there's a um, underlying sense of frustration and saying like why do you make our restaurants why do you try to why do you make us want to westernize our restaurants for you mm. so I will, I'll do a wordplay joke if it has other things beneath it yeah you know what I mean is that that's where rice to meet you came yeah yeah so oh, kind cool. of might as well own it right yeah 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 <laughs> and I, I, I think it's quite memorable mm. you know yeah that's that's funny actually and that's the way actually if you do that bit in your set you could plug your podcast because it's even happened to me. I've had to westernize my podcast with a pun. Yeah. And then you can drop the name in and then all the audience know your podcast. Bang. I already plug I already plug my Instagram in my sets. Oh, I already feel like a like a like a social media whore on stage, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So I have a bit about, you know, how uh, every food item here, you have a label that tells you how many calories mm-hmm. are in them, right? And the way they determine the number of calories, they 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 combust the food and see how much they make the temperature rise and then they calculate how many calories of energy it contains right oh cool. so i say oh yeah somewhere out there someone's burning yogurt <laughs> you know why are you burning yo play oh i just wanted to make sure people know what they're eating <laughs> that's the joke i tried to i thought the funny part would be oh some guy's just burning everything a percy yeah. pig candy is stirring it in the fire yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff down in his notepad just not that funny. Just I, nobody gives a shit. Because yeah, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? Because that's quite. Because you're actually informing people about something is how they do something. Because I didn't know that's how that that was calculated. Mm. So it's quite a lot of information. Yep. For a little punch, but you, if you add a bit a more, punch, if exactly, there's more yeah. to it, like if that was a one liner, maybe it was that would be fine because there's less commitment to it. Mm-hmm. But they're processing all the information. You try, and they, I think you feel like felt like you need to go more into it if you were going to maybe, but it's not a lot. I don't think there's that far you can go. So did you yeah, just find that out funny. as a bit of information? That's yeah. It felt like a writing but, exercise. But then how do they do know? it? Do they, is that how they do it? Yeah, I mean, so they, they do, don't just throw it in a fire. There are more scientific <laughs> ways, but it involves like burning and seeing how much right. energy is released. So they do that for every food. Yeah. So that is mad, isn't it? That that's yeah, burning everything. Burning food. Oh, it could be a joke about my mum should work there or something. <laughs> or, or something, That's my girlfriend or or someone's burning food. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. That would be interesting. It's also one of those jokes where I don't know if you find well, this. Well, that's an excuse. If you burn food, you go, I'm just trying to find out how many calories there yeah. are in it. <laughs> that's funny. That could work. Yeah, that could try work. it, man. Try yeah, it. I'll try it. It's, it's also one of those bits where I feel it's it feels like a writing exercise to me because mm. it has nothing to do with my life. Yeah, yeah. I don't really give a shit mm. about the premise. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I read this in the news. Yeah. And I wrote something that's mildly humorous. It's good to, your brain is a muscle, obviously. So like, it's it's good to just keep it ticking over with stuff and stuff goes in, create something. And then I find that if I do that, I'll be able to come up with stuff easier just more naturally just the more you do it so that's yeah it's great great idea oh thanks thanks right i would like to take over with stuff that's more that i i, I care about you know yeah the writing yeah. exercise to me it's like a last resort if i have writer's block then okay i'll just look at newspaper headlines yeah shit i i don't really care about and try to say something funny about th- things i don't really care about and i think your brain knows that your brain knows what you're trying to do mm. so it'll just come up with like weak punches yeah yeah but if it's something really true to me because of the style of comedy i do Mm. you know i think most of my best bits come from a frustration of living here and 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 attitude of like why are you fucking our shit up why do you not understand this yeah yeah then my best bits come from that emotional core Mm. but this kind of thing 
Okay, nice. It's cute. It's a, it, I, I call yeah. it a, a cute little joke. But like you say, by practicing coming up with that funny bit, when you come up to thinking about the other stuff, that might help you come up with a, a funny line or a funny angle. Yeah. Because yeah. your brain's just thinking in that way. Still useful. Definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sweet. I reckon we call it a day then. Cool. That's awesome. Awesome, man. Thanks, dude. Nigel Nung! Woo! Yeah, baby! He's got jokes to burn. He has, not he? Yeah. He has got jokes to burn. Little little, little clue there for a future guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, say mm-hmm. no more, say no more. <laughs> um, yeah, lovely stuff. Uh, next week. Yes. Next week is a big one. It's Milton Jones! Yes! Yes, Milton Jones. I'm so excited. It's been recorded. Joel has listened to half of it. it and what is, a half. It is good, isn't it? What a half. It's bloody good. It's yeah. a good episode. So please hit subscribe so you don't miss it. Um, lots of great guests coming up. Any feedback from this episode at Jokes with Mark? Hit me up on all the social media, including TikTok. <laughs> I did join TikTok, Joel. I know. I, yeah, did I, you not see those reports about the average age of TikTok users soaring? I did use it. I put a couple of stand up videos on it because I didn't know what to put on it because they're all really weird, all the videos on there. Well, it's like Vine, isn't it? It's quite like yeah, Vine. Man. How many followers you got? Two. That's exciting. Two followers. Who are they? 17 likes. Who are they? Catman. <laughs> And Ella, boo! Huh. Yeah. And hello to you both. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, another. No, young, no, they're too young. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Um, so, next week, Milton Jones, feedback at Jokes with Mark, uh, and live shows. Uh, you can get your tickets from marksimmons.co.uk. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.